welcome back to the podcast. Grab a pencil, a notebook, whatever. Get some notes here because as Pastor Josiah Griever says, note takers are, in fact, history makers. And it helps you to remember things. So, you know, get your notebook, get your Bible. And let's get into another episode of this Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to another episode. It is Monday, February 1st, 2022. February is a good month. I don't really know what it entitles, but it makes me happy and it makes me think of pink, which is not my favorite color at all. But just the thought of all of the Valentine's chocolate that I get to eat not that I have a valentine, but I still get to eat it because I can buy it for myself. And the day after Valentine's Day, it's always on sale. And it's great. Also, Groundhog Day is in Valentine's... Not in Valentine's Day. Groundhog Day is in Valentine's Day. Yeah. No. Groundhog Day is in February. And I don't even... Does the... Is it true? Does the groundhog really tell the future of the seasons? I don't think so. Because if it's a cloudy day, there's not going to be a shadow. And if it's a sunny day, there's going to be a shadow. So, I don't know. And if does it is it like, if there's a shadow, there's more? Is it less? I don't know how it works. And why does this guy get to decide? And why do they pick a groundhog? Like, a groundhog is the most beautiful creature. No, groundhogs are just like fat rats. I don't know. Weird. They're called woodchucks also. They're called woodchucks, but they don't chuck wood. And what does chucking wood mean? Like, throw it? I don't know. Anyway, I wanted to talk to you today about something very important and very vital for your life as a Christian, as a person, as a believer, as a human being. And that is this thing. This point that if you don't have it, there is no point in living. If you don't have this, there's no purpose in anything that you do. So if you're feeling hopeless, if you're feeling whatever if you feel like there's no place for you this will fix you this will help you i promise so let's get right into it okay so if you have your bibles go ahead and turn with me to leviticus chapter 6 genesis exodus leviticus it's the third book of the bible okay so leviticus 6 verse 8 the heading on the section is called priestly regulations pertaining to the offerings further instructions for burnt offerings so verse 8 then the lord said to moses give aaron and his sons the following instructions regarding the burnt offering the burnt offering must be left on top of the altar until the next morning and the fire on the altar must be kept burning all night in the morning after the priest on duty has put on his official linen clothing and linen undergarments. He must clean out the ashes of the burnt offering and put them beside the altar. Then he must take off these garments, change back into his regular clothes, and carry the ashes outside of the camp to a place that is ceremonially, ceremonially, that's hard to say, ceremonially clean. Meanwhile, the fire on the altar must be kept burning. It must never go out. Each morning, the priest will add fresh wood to the fire and arrange the burnt offering on it. 
he will then burn the fat of the peace offerings on it. Remember, remember this, Leviticus 6.13. Remember, the fire must be kept burning on the altar at all times. It must never go out. So the point I want to talk to you today is about keeping the fire burning. Keeping the fire burning in your heart. Keeping your heart on fire for God. Right? Our hearts need to be on fire for God. Our hearts our hearts need to be aligned with God. Because if they're not, if your heart isn't on fire for God, if you're not burning for God, there's no point in living. What are you burning for if you're not burning for God? You're burning for things of this world. You're burning for the things of the flesh. You're burning for things that aren't of God. And what happens when you do that is then you don't get to go to heaven and you end up burning in hell forever right so we need to make sure that our hearts are on fire for god make sure that our hearts are aligned with god because when he comes back we don't want to be ashamed we don't want to be oh god i i I was doing this i was i was really focused on this i was really focused on this i wasn't i wasn't burning for you and we don't want to be ashamed that we weren't on fire for god we want to stand before god and say i was on fire for you through everything And you showed yourself faithful to me, God. I burned for you and you burned for me. Right? Romans 12, 1. You can turn with me there. I have like a 50 pound Bible. So Romans is like 10 pounds of lifting to get there from Leviticus. (laughs) Okay, Romans 12, 1. It says, and so dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be living and holy sacrifice the kind that he will find acceptable. This is the way to truly worship him. So you are supposed to be a living sacrifice. And the instructions for a burnt offering, so a, 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 a sacrifice, a living sacrifice that's on fire for God. So the instructions for sacrifices was that the, the, the fire was to never be put out, that it would always be burning, right? So if you are a sacrifice that isn't burning if that fire went out it became unpleasing to god it became it became a disgrace to god it become it became unclean to god because his instruction was that it was to always be burning and if it wasn't burning it wasn't sacrificing itself to god it wasn't burning for god it wasn't a pleasing fragrance to god it meant nothing to him so if you're not burning for god you're not living for god Right, so you need to make sure that you are living for God, that you are burning for God. Now, how do we burn for God? Number one, you need to get the Holy Spirit in you. The Holy Spirit is compared to a fire in many occasions. So what starts the fire is the whole, the love of God, the Holy Spirit. So you ask God to be your Lord and Savior of your life. And you ha- if you haven't done that yet, I will give you an opportunity to do that in just a moment. But when you ask the Lord into your heart, the Holy Spirit comes in you. And that starts the fire. But we need to keep the fire burning. And how do we do that? First, you need to continually be filled. It, the Bible says be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Continually be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Pray in tongues all the time. Constantly be praying in tongues. Not like when you're in the store, just like praying. You know what I mean? Just like, 
under your breath even, just all the time, be praying to the Lord. Fan into flame. Read your Bible. The the Leviticus 6 says that the priest every morning would put fresh wood on the fire. So we need to, every morning, get into our word. That is the wood that will keep the fire burning. Fan into flame that fire. Read your word. Let that burn in you. Let God speak to you. Let that be like pouring gasoline on the fire that it would just explode and keep it burning because if you just pour gasoline on a fire. So gasoline, let's say that you go to youth camp or a revival meeting and that is the gasoline that just explodes your fire. It'll go out really soon if you don't have a constant source of like energy, a constant fuel to be burning, right? So we need to constantly be in the word, constantly be praying in constant communication with God to constantly, I've said constantly like 20, I've constantly said constantly, constantly. Let me use another word. We need to be continually, always. What's the word that means like every day, like habitually, like make it a habit, but like there's a word that I don't know, but you know what I mean? I hope maybe, I don't know. But that's the way to truly worship God is by letting yourself be a burning sacrifice to God, right? So you want to, our purpose is to please God and to worship him. And worship does not always mean singing a song. That is one amazing way to do it. Yes, but there are other ways also. Letting your, letting yourself be a living, holy sacrifice. A living, holy sacrifice. This is the way to truly worship him. Romans 12 verse 2 says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let, let God transform you into a new person by the changing of the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. If you are dealing with depression or anxiety or confusion or hopelessness or purposelessness feeling... Fix your eyes on God. Burn for him. Don't copy the way the world lives. Don't be like them. You are different. They're burning for the world and you are burning for God. It's going to look different. It's going to smell different. It's going to feel different. You are different. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. When, when something goes in the fire, it changes shape, right? So if you put like silver in the fire, it'll be purified. It'll change its shape. It'll change what it's made of. It'll change its, its composition, the right word, maybe. When you are burning... Things that aren't pleasing to God will be burned away. You'll become this pure thing. You'll be transformed. So change the way that you think. You'll be transformed into a new person by changing the way you think. So don't think about things of this world. Don't think about the worries of this world. The Bible talks about in Mark how God, if God provides for the the sparrows, for the little birds... Every day they have food. He will provide for you because he loves you so much more. 
If God gives clothes to the wild, beautiful petals to these wildflowers that most of which people don't even see. He's going to give you everything you need. So don't worry about things of this world. Don't worry about what people think about you. Just know you're different. God will provide for you. He'll give you peace. He'll give you comfort. He'll give you the things that you need. Just like he gave Abraham everything that he needs. He gave him a family. He gave him everything that he desired. He gave him. He'll do that for you. Abraham obeyed God. You obey God. And God says to burn for him and to transform the way you think. So focus on eternal things. Focus on eternity. Let that, let God be the center of your focus. Isaiah 26, three says he will keep in perfect peace. He whose mind is fixed on the Lord because he trusts him. If you want to be in perfect peace, get your eyes off of things in this world. Get your eyes off of you and fix your eyes on God. I, I feel like confusion of like sexuality confusion on what you're supposed to do confusion on who you're supposed to be with and what your calling is would be erased if people would get their eyes off of themselves and put their eyes on god the the depression anxiety fear worry would leave self-hatred it would leave if you would get your eyes off of yourself and put your eyes on god burn for god and god only constantly be burning for him and everything that everything will work itself out because you're you're focused on God. God's going to take care of you. If God has your whole life, he's going to give you God has a, an amazing plan for your life. Plans to prosper you, never to harm you, to give you a hope and a future, glorious inheritance that you can have on this earth. And he has it for you, but you have to be with him to receive it. Someone can't give you an amazing gift if you're not with them. You know what I mean? If you're not in communication with them, if you aren't beside them, if you're not in a relationship with him, with them, you know what I mean? So, so stay with him, fix your eyes on him, be in communication with him, burn for him, and he will give you everything you need. If you follow your own way, you are going to get what your own way has led to. Right, so God has a plan for you, like I said. But if you follow your own way, you're not going to go in the direction of that plan. Proverbs 1. Let me get my big Bible here. Proverbs 1. Kings. Chronicles. Samuel. Going backwards. Daniel. Ezekiel. What was there? Isaiah. Isaiah. Proverbs. Proverbs 1 says this. It says. What was I talking about? Oh, yes. I know what I'm talking about. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way. When you live your own way, you reap that fruit. You reap that bitter fruit. But when you live God's way, which is living for him, burning for him, doing what he has called you to do, you will eat sweet fruit. You will eat sweet fruit. 
And we are those people. We are going to live for God. So today, take time. You're doing it right now listening to a podcast. You're doing great. Listen to another podcast. Listen to, throw on some worship music and just praise God. Have a dance party. Ask God. Let this be the prayer. Let this be the prayer of your heart. God, let us burn for you. Align our hearts with you. Set our lives in order with you, God. Fix our eyes on you. Help us to fix our gaze on you. That we would, our faces would be set like flint toward you, God. There would be nothing that could shake us, change us, God. That we would put fresh wood on the fire, fresh fuel on the fire every day. God, that your Holy Spirit would come fill us fresh and, and fresh and new every day. Lord, we praise you. Let us burn for you. Don't let us be ashamed when you come. God, that we would be living for you, doing what you've called us to do. We would never follow our own way, but follow yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here on this fine February afternoon. Is it noon? It's not noon yet, so it's not afternoon. On this fine February morning, the sun is glaring into my eyeballs, and I hope you have a great day. It's it's warm today. Well, maybe tomorrow, like 50 degrees. So put on your swim trunks, your, your bathing suits, and hop in that river because it's 50 degrees. Real quick before you go, Do you know that Jesus Christ came down to this earth as a baby? That he gave up his heavenly privileges for you? That he came down to this earth, he was born a human being, and then he died on the cross for you. He took your place on the cross, so you don't have to to live that way. He took all your sins, all your sickness, all your disease, all your shame on the cross So it was destroyed. So you can live free from sin. He was buried, but three days later, he rose from the dead for you. He rose from the dead. He destroyed the devil for you. So you don't have to live in defeat anymore. If you want, if you believe that with your heart, if you believe that he's your savior, that he saved you, then the Bible says that you need to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Christ Jesus was risen from the grave. So if you want to say that, if you, if you believe that, sometimes people don't know what to say. So I'm just going to give you a prayer, something to confess with your mouth. So if you want Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you believe that he is, if you want, if you want him in your heart, say this after me. Dear Heavenly Father, come into my heart. I know that I've sinned. Thank you that you have forgiven me. You are Lord of my life. Thank you that you died on the cross and three days later you rose for me. Thank you that my home is now in heaven. I'm free from sin. I have dominion on this earth and you are my Lord. I love you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. If you said that prayer, you are now going to heaven. You're not going to hell anymore. You don't have to live in defeat anymore. You don't have to live oppressed by the devil, but you now have the authority in Jesus Christ. So if you said that, Um, just message me. I want to send you some stuff. I want to help you along the way. I want to give you more information. I'm not going to, you know, whatever. I don't know. Just let me know because the Bible says that when one person accepts Jesus into their heart, all of heaven goes crazy. They have a party. There's a party going on in heaven for you. They are so excited. God is so excited for you to come into heaven and be with him forever.
I'm so glad you, you, you made that decision. Welcome to the family. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have the best day of your entire life. And I hope you know that Jesus loves you with his whole heart.